When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And yes, it is Judd's Hockey Show on this Friday night. Judd Zolget at a still noisy but clearing out XL Energy Center. Declan Goff at home which is home base for the production of this show. 5-1, to one, the Wild beats the Dallas Stars tonight in an incredibly complete game. This is uh, obviously your show. It's Judd's Hockey Show, but it's also Wild Vent Line. And in this case, it's venting a lot of positives. Wild take a 2-1 lead in the series. So before we get to our quick thoughts, Dex, why don't you throw it out there for how people can join the show? And I know the room is already starting to uh, compile a lot of people. Absolutely. What's going on, everyone? Declan Goff here of Judd's Hockey Show. We got a full list of like uh, wild fans, excuse me, who are ready to join the show. If you want to join uh, on the celebration, if you will, shoot me an email. It is vikingsventline at gmail.com. That is vikingsventline at gmail.com. If you want to join the show, I know we're a wild show. We have one email account right now. It's called vikingsventline at gmail.com. So if you want to get on a future episode, get in on a future show right now even, of Wild Ventline. Shoot me an email. It's wildventline at gmail.com. We got guests already piling up this room, so we're excited to talk to you. This is your show, by the way. This has been your only home, by the, from what I have heard, of Wild Ventline. So if you want to get in on one of these episodes, you want to get on tonight, the Wild go up two to one, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. All right, let's keep our, our comments next brief because I definitely want to hear what people have to say off of what was a really fun game. Uh, but my comment is this. This is about as complete game as the Wild has played in the playoffs. Uh, I thought game one was really good, but they gave up a ton of shots. And uh, obviously Gustafson was marvelous in that game. Tonight, Dallas has 24 shots. Um, Wild wins 5-1. to one. Second period, I thought, was magnificent. The third period was better. There was no Donna Shell. There was no let's go into a prevent defense. There was only an attack mode. Uh, Marcus Foligno, Matt Zuccarello, I could go down the list, Gus, uh, Gus Nyquist, just, just a marvelous game. I'm pretty convinced that Matt's finally got a talking to because he played a game we haven't seen in a month and a half from him. Um, Yul Eriksson played in this game, started, almost immediately left the ice, and never returned. So you were down a center, so you were double-shifting a forward on the uh, Boldy line because it became the Boldy line for the entire game. Just a complete performance. The crowd was great. Probably a little bit liquored up, which was awesome. Uh, Suter sucks. Chants were loud and clear oh, the great. entire the entire game. People are tired of him. You know the BS cross checks on Kaprizov. The Wild was mocking Dallas for embellishing by the end of the game. Jake Middleton, Felino got called for it, and then and then basically took on the Dallas bench 
doing the uh, diving sign. Um, I have very few, if any, I don't think I have any wow. real complaints. From be- Judd Zolgad? Beyond, beyond Eck, you know, which is unfortunate, but beyond the obvious um, unfortunate, Hartman played hurt the entire game, and he was marvelous. The The three stars were um, Hartman was three, Felino was two, and Zuccarello, who deserved it, was one. I can't, I don't think, I mean, they bounced back from what I consider to be a really crappy performance in game two. With exactly the game we know that they can play when they're playing well. This is the standard. That's the one thing I'll say. This is the standard. But, man, was it impressive. Yeah, this this is um, – I won't use standard. I'll say this is the peak. This is the peak of how they can play. Um, you had great goaltending. You had a bunch of contributors up and down the ice, which was awesome to see. Uh, you had guys like John Klingberg, who I, I was assuming was injured the first two games. He even looked dynamite tonight. Um, Philip Gustafson, you know, was your bread and butter in net. Dean, there's no evaluation. I swear to God, if I hear an evaluation, yeah, you'll we'll be cheeky. You'll be you'll be we'll cheeky tonight. You'll be cheeky tonight, we'll and that's completely we'll fine. Consider, but you know who your goalie exactly. is. We'll uh, but yes, I'm with you, man. Uh, and when Judd comes on this podcast and says, well, "I don't have many complaints," that's pretty damn impressive. And here's the thing with Klingberg: I realized it tonight. Do you know what? Faber's the stabilizing influence he needs. Faber is doing exactly what Brodine was doing when Dumbo was not playing well. He can cover for him, yep. which I'm fine with because Klingberg brings you a passing presence and a power play presence. Um, that was a great pairing. And you know what? Last thing, kudos to the Wild and Everson for playing Faber. Yes. You know, Merrill sitting, Goose is as well. Uh, I was very afraid that they weren't going to do that. That third defensive pairing now becomes so much better because of Brock, Faber, I know it's unbelievable to say he's better than I expected and I thought he'd be good. And, you know, the Gus Bus again and goal, dude, he brings a, he just brings a calming he's influence. It. I mean, I mean tw- 24 shots, one goal, and the Wild played a great game. So, like, there's no, like, he didn't have to stand on his head, but you can just see the playoff calm that this guy brings. Absolutely. All right, we That's got, got. Thou- we got Let's go. 1,200, 1,000 plus people uh, awesome. watching us right now on Score North. So thank you so much, by the way, for everyone for watching us. Hit that subscribe button. This is Judd's Hockey Show. It's the first time you're discovering us. Appreciate you guys. We are da- uh, uh, weekly Minnesota sports and daily Minnesota sports and weekly Judd's Hockey Show contributors here. So thank you. We're a Minnesota Wild-based podcast. Uh, we got a full room, Judd. I'm not going to waste any more time here. Let's start it off with Jonah. Jonah, you are our first caller out the gate, man. You are our first line center. What do you think of tonight's win? Hey, guys. That was probably the perfect game that the Wild could have played. That They handed it to Dallas on every front. front. Yep. They out-physicaled them. They out-shot them. Gustafson, obviously, out-goalied uh, Ottinger. Mm-hmm. Judd, my only complaint with this game is that they didn't bring they didn't put Suter on his ass knock a few of his teeth out you know the fans took care of him yeah Jonah the fans took care of him this is the I this is Bertuzzi like and the last time that I heard a couple so so a guy with an s name sucks was Secord like this was Secord sucks I at one point recorded it and I'll, I'll try and tweet it it was so loud um and as I said, Dex, Lifetime Achievement Award for a guy who made him practice at Braemar, for a guy who would look at his own stats, for a guy who was all about himself. As far as I'm concerned, Ryan Suter got what he deserved tonight. I loved it. 
Love it too. All right, let's go next. We're going up to Kenny here. We're going to fly through a bunch of wild fans. We can Kenny. What's up, buddy? How are you? Welcome to the show. Good. How are you, gentlemen? We're awesome. doing good, man. Fun game. A little bit uh, better feeling tonight than a couple nights ago, hey? <laughs> just, just a, just a wee little bit. Yes. Oh, yes. A little bit more fun to watch this one. So, a uh, couple things here. Um, Zuccarello. Yep. Where the heck is that, man? Where the heck has that been for the last couple of months and even the first couple of games of the playoffs? I mean, if he if he shows up like that for, for game two and not to live in the past or anything, you might be looking at a different different outcome. And just to say, again, not to live in the past, but wouldn't it have been nice to show up for game two to now have a 3-0 lead going into game four? Well, I think the nice thing now is that there is an expectation there, right? He He had... In 17 playoff games with the Wild going into tonight, Matt Zuccarello had a goal and seven assists. He had two goals alone tonight. He easily, I think he had a post, could could have had three or four. In the final 38 regular season games, Zuccarello had four goals and 19 assists. So Kenny is exactly right to ask where has that been. But I think more importantly, you can now say, Matt's, we don't know where that was, but we're expecting it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting that this team showed how it can play. It applied itself. It's hard. It's the playoffs. I mean, I just, I loved that game. I think Dean will say the same thing. I loved that game tonight in every way they played how they have to play. Absolutely. We're keeping it rolling here on Wild Vent Line. By the way, thank everyone for uh, watching and hanging out with us. If you want to get in, we're going to get as many Wild fans as we possibly can tonight. Uh, it's vikingsventline at gmail.com. Hit that subscribe button, too, for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. Phil Mackey, Kyle Tagg, you're holding it down, talking Wolves, too. So we're breaking the Score North YouTube stream, if you will, tonight. So um, Timberwolves, Wild, Vikings, Twins. Score North has you covered on just about everything there is. We're going to go next now to Alec. Alec, what's up, pal? What's that great What's going on, guys? Alec. Reverse retro, retro, what are we doing? Love it. Love that. That was a blast. That was so yeah. much fun. I Felino played a great game. I can't believe he didn't put that backhander in. That was an amazing push by him to get inside. Yep. Um, Just one thing, the Wild have done a phenomenal job on Johnston and, um, oh, 21. Um, Robertson. Yeah. Robertson. They have not had much at all this series. I think Robertson has a goal, but, like, they're not giving them space. They're not giving them time. Those guys have not made any difference so far this series. It has been a blast. The Stars' best players tonight, specifically, were not given anything. Mm-hmm. You know, Hintz, had, Hintz who, who is the center on that first line now for Sagan, and Robertson had a hat trick in game two. It was fantastic. He was so frustrated. Robertson, exactly right, one goal. Um, yes, the Wild neutralized through its play in every way, shape, and form. That first line, Dallas the Stars. And I can't give enough credit to Hartman, because you watch him skate, he ain't near 100%. And he played that entire game, and I thought he played damn well. Absolutely. All right, Wild Vent Line. we got a full room here, full packed room of Wild fans who want to get on their thoughts. Uh, let's get next to Double A. Double A, you are next here on Wild Vent Line. What's going on, man? How are you guys doing? Outstanding. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Unbelievable game, but Judd, i got to call you out. You won the best Zuko, and that was the wrong call. Well, no, I said in game two, demote him off that line, and somebody got to him. 
Like, Matt Zuccarello, the way he was playing before tonight, did not deserve to be on that, that line. He was, my guess is Dean or maybe Billy. He played like the GM might have gotten to him. Um, that was not, we haven't seen that guy in forever, but whatever it was, and I said in game two, I would have taken him off the Kaprizov line. So I think he got threatened with that. Yeah. You don't come out and play like this by, you know, when you've been playing as poorly as he was. So whoever got to him and said, dude, you're about to lose your job here. Kudos. You did a great job. Strikes me as maybe total guess a Bill Guerin move though, right? I mean, I mean, I, I was telling you, put Nyquist up there. I, I, I wasn't saying scratch him, but I thought it was time nope. for, for them to, to give something else here. While Bentline rolls on, let's go to Michelle next. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi. Hi, fellas. Hi. Um, shout out to all the non-male wild fans out there. That's right. Absolutely. Um, couple quick comments. Uh, obviously, Gus Bus, yes, always. Um, good to see Moose getting some real good momentum going and like Klingberg. Yeah. I'm, I'm not mad about it, but <laughs> baby boy Brock, I cannot give him more kudos that like no AHL games. And here he is just like killing it. Yep. So, uh, thank you boys. Hope we, you know, come on Sunday. Appreciate it, Michelle. Thanks, thank Michelle. You so great much. stuff. Yes. Baby boy Brock is a great name and, She's exactly right. Um, yeah, you know what? How nice is it to see Felino play with confidence again? Too? Dude, he he was probably the most noticeable guy, and I always love to use that word when we're talking about wild games on Judd's Hockey Show. He was the most noticeable guy to me on the ice tonight. Oh, and, and, I mean, g- game one, he completed his checks, and I thought he played well. Tonight, though, he had that spark again. He was so confident. When he plays with confidence, it's a, a different world. I'm telling you, it feels to me like Felino and – Zuccarello just got talking to's like, like there was something extra there. I thought his game tonight was fantastic. And, and yes, you know what, ladies, if you want to join the, the show, absolutely join us. This is a safe space, a fun right. space. So this does not need to be a guy's club. That's right. There are a ton of female wild fans and we would love you to join this show. This is your plan. I mean, Jesse Pierce is a huge part of this show. Right. So, Stars fans, Wild fans, ladies, doesn't matter. Anyone who wants to join a Wild Vent Line, shoot me a link. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'll go next now to Jake. We'll rifle through these calls. Jake, what's up, pal? How are you? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we got you. Uh, I just uh, want to say, like, this feels so much better than the Blues series, not just being the Kaprizov show. Like, yep. specifically Ryan Hartman, I think his presence was missed in game two. But I really only have uh, one message for Dean, and that's adjustments are coming. So be ready, please. <laughs> please don't just stand still with this lineup because something's going to happen. So that's all I got. Uh, good game. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate I, it, man. I love the pe- people who um, join our shows, Vikings or this show, because you know what? Jake's exactly right. Like, they're going to adjust again. Dallas will have adjustments. And he's just so – I love how he's a little bit afraid because he's not wrong there. Um but, uh, yes, adjustments are coming. You need to be cognizant of that. And like Declan said, don't get cute either. Like, you've got your goaltender for yep. now. Don't get cute. If he sieves out, if Gustafson has a really bad game or a bad game, we can reexamine it because that was the whole point. Also, I mean, this is the second straight, he, to his point, this is the second straight playoff series. The Wilder up 2-1 to one here, Judd. 
They got yep. two to one last year against the Blues, and then they had a lead in Game Four. They had their that they had a kill shot possible, as I love to say too. And yep. they kind of blew that opportunity. So the game four is going to tell us a lot, in my opinion, of how yes. serious the Wild are about from, winning this series. And from the start as well, too, like from the very start. But but he's right. DeBoer is going to adjust. What does Dean do? And it's going to have to be like in the game itself, too. What is Dean going to do when the Wild sees what Dallas's adjustments are? It's a great point. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. We got a full packed room. We're going to go to Mark next in Minneapolis. Mark with the great stash. How are you, sir? Nice. Hey, what's up, boys? What's uh, up? You can you hear me okay? Perfect. All right, excellent. Uh, so a few quick yep. points. Uh, first of all, this uh, this game, coincidentally enough, reminded me of the uh, Vikings 09 divisional uh, game against the Cowboys, another Dallas team, where, like, uh, it was in front of the home crowd. You could tell that they were feeding off of the energy of the building and just, wall up the other team uh so that was awesome uh a couple other quick notes quick um i think boldy i'd like to see him use his size a little bit more i feel like this is something we say about big forwards with this club a lot um you know it was greenway and before that it was coil um but when when he's charging down the ice and he's approaching the goal and then he has to skip past the goal and he's got a defender on his hip. You'd love to see him really ride that guy into the boards. And too often I see him kind of cut off and circle around behind the net instead. So I'd like him to just see assert that size a little bit more and uh, make his presence felt, maybe take a note from uh, Joel Erickson Eck a little bit on that uh, in that regard. Anyhow, guys, I'm taking up a little bit too much time. So thanks a lot. Fun. Have a good night. Thanks, Mark. Um, I think the thing with Boldy is, to his point, and I know what he's saying, I think the thing with Boldy is he's got enough skill where, and he does tend to get cute at times, but I thought his game t- tonight was really, really a, a good game. Like he, he had the one play where they called a tripping penalty. I don't know if he really got tripped or not, but he went down and he co- tried to complete the play from his back. Um, he definitely, and we've talked about this and so has Dean Evison. He definitely has a tendency at times to try to get too cute, but I, uh, I'm hard-pressed to critique his game in a negative way tonight, especially keep in I'm mind, he got moved back to center. That's mm-hmm. excellent. And the pass to Mojo was phenomenal. I mean, that, that, that play was him. You know, yeah, that was, oh, that it's was great. A, and how about, that? how about that play by Johansson? Yeah, incredible. Judd, I think I'm uh, contractually obligated to get this guy on here. Brother Liam is next Ooh, year in Wild Deadline. Oh, here Carolina. I am. Panthers. Nope. Urfa. Nope. No. Nope. nope. Nope, I'm a Vikings fan through and through. Don't let the okay. Carolina address. And you're not a Canes fan? No, absolutely not. Although okay. that is a dangerous team, and they are my pick to win the cup in all my uh, pools that I have, actually. Okay. All right. They did lose 5-1. Listen, I'm going to say one word real quick about this series. Three games so far. Albatross. Albatross. And that is what game two was because the Wild did not play their game. Say that you say what you want about playing flurry, right move, wrong move. The Wild did not play their game tonight. Mm-hmm. They did, mm-hmm. and they had Gus there, but the Wild played the right goalie with the right game tonight. And also, I made a prediction to Declan earlier today. I'm going to write that down on Ventline right now. And I said this to Declan earlier this morning. The winner of this game does not lose another game to this series. We're going oh, wow. to the cup. Here we go. 
Good oh, game, wow. boys. Brock oh, Faber. Wow. Great All game. right. Thanks, brother Liam. You know, it was it was a hot take of apparently I heard game four. He told me whoever loses game four won't lose the next won't lose the series. He claims it's game three. Classic brother rivalry. Now he's shifting the goalposts a little bit, Judd. I, I don't trust You're gonna that. Stay You're gonna stay out of this. I don't well, I don't trust that prediction. This is gonna be this series is not done yet. No. I mean you you you're exactly right saying it yourself about the blues. So yeah, um I think I said wild and seven. Yep. I'll 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 just stick with that for now. Okay. Let's go next up to Andrew. Andrew, what's up, pal? How are you? Hey, uh I'm doing all right. Uh I I stayed up for the last game instead of uh, you know pricing for my capstone presentation. So lost a lot of sleep for a pointless game there. But tonight was really enjoyable. Uh, the big thing for me is that uh, it would the defending in our own zone. When we, I think back to the Colorado game in which uh, we defended and just kind of stayed in our own zone and let Colorado just take it to us. Mm-hmm. Whereas this game uh, was. It, it was really aggressive, and they actually were able to maintain a lot of neutral zone and ozone pressure yes. against Dallas. Amen. And Gustav Nyquist, uh, what can't he do? I mean, this man is is so amazing, and I, I just love him. So, Yep. Thanks. Good stuff, man. And right now, w- with guys being hurt and out, and, and Eck now, I'm guessing, is done probably uh, till late in the series, if not, not the entire series, the depth becomes essential too. Yeah, man. You know, so like you got, you got Nyquist gets plugged in. Um, I guarantee you before this series is done, Sunquist will be back in. So mm-hmm. like, like this is a tough physical series. Asses are being kicked on both sides. Um, that depth, Sam Steele probably plays on Sunday. So Bill Guerin knew exactly what he was doing by picking up some guys that might be rentals. But in this playoff series, they're going to be very important rentals. Yeah, quickly before I get to more wild uh, event line guests. Yeah, I mean, Nyquist, we, we were curious if he was even going to be able to play or not. We, I, I thought that had, Judd, the most upside of these moves that they made at the deadline. You know, bringing in Johansson, bringing in Klingberg, bringing in Nyquist. He was the wild card, right, of, well, if he can't play right now, is he going to be ready to play by the end of the regular season? He's going to be able to contribute by the playoffs. He was really good in Detroit kind of towards the tail end of their amazing playoff streak that they had for a long, long time. Uh, But he has been incredibly noticeable. I've, I've loved uh, what he's brought in so far in this playoff series. Uh, Let's go next to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hey guys. Thanks for having me on. Just got out of the X. That was a heck of a good time tonight. Um, Judd, we followed your uh, suggestion from Wednesday night. We got the suitor sucks uh, chance going. You guys did awesome. Nice work, Melissa. Jeez. <laughs> it, it was, was great. Just contin- it was continual, too. You you got a skull chant in? Yep. You got Suter Sucks in about 15 times? 16 times? No, 16. The, fans, the fans tonight were absolutely fantastic. It, it was a great night. A couple of quick points. Um, Dino cannot start Flower. <laughs> he cannot start Flower. Gus was amazing tonight. Um, Zuki, you know, I think other people have said that too. Where has he been the last several weeks? Mm-hmm. And my last one, you know, Klingberg, Faber, it worked. I wasn't sure how they would pair up together, but they worked. So on, on that one, I'm yeah. telling you, I really think that Faber's demeanor and calmness and skill covers up for, for the stuff that Merrill couldn't with, with Klingberg and Klingberg's skill set. Like he's not a bad player. No. He's just sort of a disaster at times in, in his own zone. 
And Faber's so good that he can cover those mistakes. He is a deodorant for Klingberg. I think it's going to work fantastic. Yeah, looked great. Loved it. It was an awesome night. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate you, it. Melissa. Great stuff here on Wild Vent Line. We're, we're very uh, we're excited to see all these fans that are coming on with us. So appreciate you guys uh, making this room happen. We got over 1,400 people watching uh, Judd's Hockey Show. That's Judd Zolgad. I'm Declan Goff. This is, uh, we are the two members of Judd's Hockey Show. We have, of course, Jesse Pierce, NHL.com, AJ Fredrickson, uh, behind the scenes at Score North, and also a member of Judd's Hockey Show helping us out. So this is the first time you're discovering us, what's going on. Uh, hit the subscribe button. We are daily Minnesota sports entertainment. We are the Minnesota Wild portion of this entertainment. Wild have a 2-1 lead over the Dallas Stars in the best of seven series. They have game four on Sunday, and we are still not even close to being done with all these Wild fans uh, that are on with us, Judd. So let's get next to Jake. Uh, Jake, how are you, man? Great. Uh, man, there's a ton of jerseys behind Jake here, Judd. Great reverse retro. Oh, yeah. Like that's I said, I got awesome. a lot of uh, even this one. I got at the X when I went to the Blues game here, but. Nice. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I just figure I'd quick jump on and just say, well, like three or four things here. That goal by Marcus Johansson was just, oh, man. We need to find a way. Like, if possible, we have to find a way to resign him, even if it's for like two years or something like that, because this was the Johansson we were looking at yep. when he first came here, but he was just so injured that we never got the chance to actually look at him. Also, Glad to see Moose back, like the Moose that we all know and love here. Like, he's not afraid to take control, basically. And also, you know, just nice to see Hartman back and all that stuff. I hope Eck is fine. But, again, just like a big thing with Dean, too, is adjust, but don't adjust too much here. Ride right. us. Ride the lines the way they are for the most part. And yes. also just... Keep the momentum going here. I mean, it's not rocket science here, you know, especially now that Zuccarello is actually back. Like, How about thank you for coming back, Zuccarello. This is the guy we needed. So Yeah, and now stick around, too. Don't go yeah, exactly. away again. Stick around. The one thing that I will give Dean and this coaching staff credit for tonight is the um, the penalty kill adjustments worked marvelously. Now, the Wild, for the most part, did a fantastic job of staying out of the box. I believe Dallas only had two power plays, but that was a massive concern, and I thought that the the adjustments made on those two penalty kills were really good. And so they do get credit for, you know, because sometimes we talk about the lack of adjustments. In this case, they get credit for adjusting them. Yeah, those adjustments are huge, right? And um, that's what uh, that's what you want to see when you're going down off a deficit of a of a bad game two game. You're coming back home in game three. What can Dean Evison do to kind of make life uh, a little bit better? Little updates from the post game press conferences that are taking place here before we get to the Wild fans. Our friend Jesse Pierce tweeting that Dean says they'll look at Erickson Eck again and learn more. Um, Dean also saying the crowd tonight quote tonight was a level that was off the chart. Something that somebody said Seventh Avenue West Seventh. Uh, was pumping before they got into the rink, which probably helped, and they were ready to go like our group from the drop of the puck. Drop of the puck, excuse mm-hmm. me. So, uh, yeah, great crowd. I mean, Judd, you were there, and we've been to we've been to a lot of playoff hockey games. This is the first one in a series. There's always the uh, fun antsiness, but also excitement that happens here. Just in terms of your experience being there, was it was it about as par? Was it a little bit more excited? The fact they had a great start out the gate. 
and the suitor issue. I mean, it felt like it was kind of on a different level than well, normal previous playoff. Games I did ask me. the fans to chant that you did suitor sucks, and they, they came through. I think a couple things helped. I think one, it's a Friday night. Two, yeah. the, the eight the eight fifty start on other nights sucks, but on like a Friday night, it's great. And Dean's right. I mean, this was a liquored up crowd, um, <laughs> but in this case, it it made it more fun. Like it didn't seem like a violent crowd. It seemed like a fun crowd that, that was you know. That they showed up ready to party, and the the Wild, to their credit, gave them reason to do so. So it was just sort of like the perfect storm of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Friday night ones helped. I I saw. So it's a it's a five thirty puck drop, I believe, for Game Four on Sunday, and then yeah. a seven p.m. Central time puck drop in Dallas for Game Five on Tuesday. No. I know. John. I know. They can't o'clock. do that. Oh regular. my God! I might get to bed at a normal time. I know regular time, but tonight was months. fun. Tonight, you, tonight, the late start actually helps. Yep, uh, Judd. Let's go to our guy here, Ben in Florida. He calls in a lot about the Vikings. He's got some ben? wild takes for us. Ben, what's up, man? Good Long seeing time. you, dude. Oh, not, not much. Thank you so much for having me on. This is, uh, I believe, my first time coming on the uh, show. Um, real quick, I just want to say it is as a wild fan, it is so refreshing to have a great player like Krill, like a priest saw surrounded by guys who can play yeah and that means that just that's like even though i don't think he did much in the game but he didn't have to his he had right. a team around him and this message is for dean don't park the gus bus just put it in drive and just take it until just the wheels fall off that's all i gotta say ben awesome great stuff, stuff thanks man don't park the gus bus He's put it wrong. in drive. Put he it in drive. There's a, there's a few different uh, ways to say that. I love that. I'm with I'm with Ben there. Who's next? All right, let's keep it moving. We'll go next to uh, Dylan here. <clears throat> What's going Dylan. on, guys? Hi, how's Dylan. It, how's it? How's it going? Just talking about a big win. <sighs> My I couple points. Gustafson needs to be the feature of this team. I I, I love Flurry. I I love him, but game two. Flurry looked out of position on multiple shots. There were shots he wasn't even trying to get, I felt like. Um, you guys talked about the, the, the no fear in some of our guys, and it's the rookies. It's really the rookies. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's, you would think it would be the veterans of this team, but no, it's our younger guys who do not have a soul who do not feel fear in these playoffs. And the blue line right now, I think is magnificent. That's the other thing. Like the, the Faber insertion has changed the blue line, in my opinion, completely. Because now you go three deep instead of two and a half or so. And you know what? To, to his credit, again, I think Dumba continues to play well above what we have been used to for the past couple of years. Matt Dumba playing mm-hmm. at Declan. So, uh, but yeah, they they um, the young players do have uh, something special here. But you know, also Nyquist does too. I mean, and here here's a guy who in January when he was playing for the Blue Jackets and got hurt, they thought he was done for the season. So this is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines. And whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom 
and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed and how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All good stuff. We're going to keep it moving here. Let's go next to, uh, is it, you're sorry about that. Let's go next to Bell. Uh, we got some uh, connection issues there, I think, with Bell. By a fire? Gonna, I think he's might by a like, fire. A little, little bit like of crackly internet. A, it looked like Bell was by a fire, perhaps, um, okay. in a different state. Okay. Steve. Oh, oh my Georgie. God. I can't believe it. All right. So, longtime follower. I love you guys. Um, thank thank thanks, you, Steve. I, I absolutely love the performance tonight. 100% team effort tonight. And, uh, you know, Duhame throwing hits. Polino throwing yep. hits. Back, it's just bam, bam, bam. Dumba, everybody was in the game. That's it. Like, we, we held them to the medal and, uh, we, we scored, so it, it's I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm speechless, obviously. I can't find words. Oh, good stuff, Steve. Oh, You're yeah, exactly Steve. right. And and the fact that they were taking the body from the start of this game and did it for three periods, that's what I want. That's the commitment that you want. Yeah, absolutely. that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. It, you have to sell out, right? you got to sell to win the, win the chalice, win the, uh, win the Stanley Cup. Right? Yep. you got to pay the, the price. As, as, as Willie Mitchell in 2003 called it until – thank you – until his team lost that big chalice we're chasing. Willie Mitchell shot out from Judd. That's how I love Willie Mitchell. Re- oh, he was a great player. Deck, he could have played Deck on this blue line. 100%. No, you, you line. know who would love Willie Mitchell? Just a side note, Dean. Dean oh, would God, yeah. love Willie Mitchell. Yep. Uh, hilarious. All right. Hey, Terry, what's up, man? You're next on Vikings Vetline. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, thanks for having me on. Of course. of course. I wanted to say two words. Gustav Nyquist, uh, Judd, I was so happy when you mentioned him on a show a few shows ago. Yep. I've been mentioning him as a sports handicapper. I bet in sports for a living. Uh, and uh, Nyquist has been a guy I've been targeting a point in every game since uh, joining the Wild. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear you mention him. I think he's going to have a big part in getting us to the second round this year. I mean, I'm so he... happy to hear you mention him. He 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 has to today he is and and his points per game aren't a fluke like they are he he fits he belongs he has been great um and, and it, you know bill Guerin deserves a boatload of credit because that because like dude you picked up a hurt guy why and he's like i think he'll be back don't worry about it depth i was so excited when he traded for him yep i was so what excited did, i knew he was gonna fit well what did you like most about his nyquist uh game there terry what did what were you excited about just his his former that he's a sniper. Yeah, he can, he can shoot, but he hasn't scored for us yet once when the preseason, or sorry, in the uh, regular season. Uh, but he's been assisting. Uh, he's been getting us points. I think he's going to be a huge part. He's going to get us to the second round. I think that was an amazing trade by Garen. Uh, everything he touches turns to gold. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Uh, it's over and over and over again. He continues to make these great trades. I'm super excited for uh, the Wilds' future. I think we get to the second round. Uh, Colorado fans, 
they should be worried because the Wild are going to give them a fight. Absolutely. No Absolutely. Thanks, Terry. Thank Great you, stuff. Terry. Appreciate the call. Yeah, he's uh, he's not wrong. If, if you continue to play like this, you will be tough. You'll be a tough out. Yeah. But as you said, Dex, you got to continue to play like this because we saw this against the Blues. I like this team more. Like, like so far, game two is bad, but games one and three, I like um, more than the Blues series. But you're not wrong in saying, like, it's still wait, wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, but tonight, boy, tonight set a nice bar. Absolutely. A few more guests left here on Wild Ventline, Judley. Uh, I've got 1,300 people in the room watching us. If you want to get down to this episode before we wrap up, uh, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com for those scrolling across the bottom of the screen. If you're consuming this on Apple, Spotify, or Score North app afterwards, appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll have a little programming note for what's in store for Game 4 on Judd's Hawk Show. In the meantime, though, we'll go next to Alex. Alex, how are you? Great. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Perfect. Long time, first time. Um, awesome. I have a lot of happy things to say about the game. It was fun, but really those things have been said. So like what was with the defensive zone play for that goal that we gave up and you know, what's with the referee and there's been some weird, real weird ticky tack four on four calls these last couple of games. There's a couple, there's a couple of things off that. Um, Thanks, look, let's go to that officiating. If you've watched the playoffs so far, there's two things. One makes sense. One is a little bit troublesome. The first one is if and, and Dallas was down by so much, thankfully they didn't try this late in this game. But we have seen officials, they've clearly been mandated just to give out immediate 10-minute misconducts late in games to get rid of players, um, which I have zero problem with. But he brings up the point of, you know what we're seeing? And this is, I think, across the, the league. So this is, a, this is not a wild conversation, wild stars conversation, Declan. It feels like we're seeing a lot of ticky-tack calls. Um, but yeah. then we're not seeing what's back, and I don't understand it. And this goes back to game one with uh, Kaprizov and Suter. You know what's back? The blatant cross-check in front, which they tried so hard and were calling, what, two years ago? They were calling it constantly. That's back now, and they're not calling that one. So it's a little bit, like, very weird. Now, I will give the officials credit tonight, though. I felt like they got the Felino call right upon review, I think that stick was at the crossbar. I don't think it, it was above. Dude, that was that was as I, I know they show the Great TV tip. TV um, replays in the press box too. That was as close as it got. Like that that is if there's a line, Judd, as I like to say, it is on the line. That is oh, he was on, that the, is yeah. on the line. But that was a nice tip, and I think they got it right. Yeah, like and, I don't think that that was above. I don't think that stick was above the crossbar. And I think what was what was concerning was they ruled it no goal. That was that was the right. you know, and, the, the initial call was no goal, and I think that's what was like. Oh God, is this worth the challenge? Is this the worth the you know if they have to challenge, is it worth it? I, and after looking at, it, I think it would have been. Obviously, it works out for the wild sake, so um, everything's good there. We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, let's go to Danny in Colorado. Hi, Danny. How are you, man? Danny. I'm good. It's a great Friday night. I got the house mm-hmm. to myself and great wind tonight. So, uh, amen. Nothing like it. Just yeah, just a few observations. Just uh. You know, a lot of times on these intense playoff games, Judd, you talked about it. It's just, it's, it's, playoffs are tough. But to see Felino have that much fun, I mean, he was animated tonight. That was really cool. Like he's, you know, arguing about the goal. And I mean, I, I just, that struck me. Favor, that guy's got a high hockey acumen, his IQ. And this guy, we're, it's going to be fun to watch him for years to come. I'm mm-hmm. excited about him. And 
the final point is just what you said before, Jed, about thank God they stayed on the offense. You know, we don't need down a shell. We don't need prevent, prevent us from winning games. Let's just stay aggressive. The across the ice passes that were sharp at the end, I was just impressed overall. So great win. And hopefully we, we keep this home ice advantage. So, Danny, yeah, thank you. great stuff, man. See you, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got to keep it up, right? Got to keep up the home ice advantage well, here for uh, for game four. I did love the fact that they came out because I I was questioning that on on my uh, TikTok on Judd Talk between the second and third period, and I got a note and I agreed with it, saying they got to keep this up now. Um, and as the caller said earlier, you know the Colorado game, which they won against the Abs, impressive win, but they just sort of went back in, into a shell. This was the opposite. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, you don't have to, like, go become this irresponsible offensive team, but you have to continue to play the game that you did in the second period, Declan, and they did exactly that. And that, to me, was the, the most important thing. I mean, tonight fundamentally establishes the blueprint of exactly what you want. Yeah, that's exactly – I mean, that was the words I was going to say. It was the blueprint of how you're going to win games, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I called it the peak. And I and because you're you're never gonna play as clean like the Judd, in my opinion the wild play as perfect as you could possibly play for sixty minutes, and the playoffs are tough like you're not gonna play like that for sixty minutes and for three different periods. Um, that's why I called it more the peak than the standard because I, I I don't think as much as it is easy to say and as much as fun as it is that this game was you can't expect that day in and day out in the playoffs you just can't. In my I, opinion, you can't, you can't have that result is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. But I expect the physical play. I expect the, the fundamentals of the things they did well tonight don't have to go away unless they take them. For sure. So, so like, yes, you're going to give up more goals and things are not going to, bounces are not going to go your way. But the the starting point of we're going to go there, go in tonight and forecheck them like hell. We're going to hit them. As a caller said, we're going to make it clean, which they absolutely, you know, like, like they didn't play a dirty game. They played a mm-hmm. physical grinding game. The only question is effort-wise – can you keep this up? And my point is, if you can't, you're going to lose. If you can, you're going to win. Absolutely. A few more guests left here. Uh, there, there's a big old name. is The Wild Vikings and a lot, lot of names going on. Welcome. Wild show. Yeah. Okay. Hi. How are you doing, guys? I, I love you guys. By the way, um, just just straight up, like like Judd was saying, the physicality of that was absolutely incredible. The, the, the whole effort by every single player that was just showing off tonight. I mean, did you, didn't you see um, uh, Kaprizov all night just like relentlessly giving his all and whatnot? And you, you, you see this by the wild team. You, you have not seen this by the Wolves at all. And that's oh, wow. why I think that we got a we got a big chance to go far this year. I love it. Absolutely. Awesome. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, the Wolves are the Wolves are very much more structured like the 2017 Circle Wild, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Cat's playing the role of I don't don't know what his point total was tonight or his production was tonight, but he's played the role of uh Zach or Ryan. You can take your pick. Nice. But yeah, this team, man. Let's try again uh, to our guy, Bell. Bell, hi. Hey. How are you? Take two. This better, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Move um, inside. Perfect. Yep, yeah, I did. Uh, so I'm a Minnesotan that's been living in Dallas 12 years, and yes. I can't tell you how much this win means tonight because all my Texas friends gave me so much crap after game two about how much we sucked. Uh, now, tomorrow, I get to write all of them and tell them we're back in it, baby. And I got tickets for game five already. I'm going to be nice. here in Dallas going to it. It's going to be great. Zuccarello is exactly who we needed him to be again tonight. 
Yep. Uh, I saw Dean said, you know, we always switch the goalies. No, we're done with that. It's going to be Gus staying around. Um, it's Faber. Faber's jersey is going to be on the rise, I'm telling you, because he is going to be a star. So thanks mm-hmm. for having me on. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank man. you. Good luck out there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's right. And don't forget that you now live in a state that stole our team. So give them hell. Give them hell. That was our team. I like the fact now that that team is getting their uh, butts kicked at least tonight. All right, one more guy in the room here, Judd. We're going to go next to Jared. Hi, Jared. What's up, pal? Yo, what up, guys? Uh, Speaking of uh, places where the team stole the, the championship from our team, I live in Connecticut. Uh, I, I wanted the Gophers to win. Obviously, they didn't. Um, I I just had one question. It's been on my mind for like a a year. Uh, Judd, so do you refer to the wild as a like a singular noun? Oh, this I might be late to the party here. You might have already explained this, but like you say, the wild is or as opposed to yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I came from the Star Tribune, which which when I was there demanded that they be a singular because the wild is a singular. That style has <laughs> right, changed. Right. And we now, I think, all try to, to, to refer to them as they, although I do lapse into it and is <laughs> instead of are because like my brain is just so confused. <laughs> but but my personal if, if I was commissioner of all sports. I would not allow teams to have singular names. I think teams should be plural. But but the Associated Press established a long time ago that because it, because a team is plural, um, that they would never identify them as an it or an is. If that makes okay. sense. Okay, that makes. I get it now. I, I I I've been wondering this for as long as I've been listening to you talk about the wild. So, cheers, boys. Let's celebrate the win tonight. Very Thank nice. You, Randy yeah, Moss, too, Jared. Perfect uh, perfect awesome. day, uh, uh, killing of his beer and a grammatical question for Judd. This is exactly a good perfect stuff. way to end it there, man. So, Dex, uh, before we say goodbye, let's get to some stats because I, yeah, I, stat, I got the stat sheet here, and I think that there's some telling uh, stats that go a little bit deeper than the ordinary box score stats, okay? Yeah. First of all, hits in this game. The Wild with 26. The Stars with 17. The Wild was led in hits by Brandon Duhame with six on the fourth line. Uh, Jake Middleton had three. So th- those those were your top, or no, no, it was, I'm sorry, it was Duhame with six, Felino with four, Middleton with three. But that Duhame, he, and I really liked it, he was noticeable in that, in that you saw him on that fourth line throwing his weight around, and the four hits for, uh, Folino just confirms that when he is playing that type of game, that's when the offense can sort of come because he's playing the game that he has to play. So the, the, it was TBS on the call tonight. I watched, at least, excuse me, I watched the TBS call tonight. Um, and they said after the Hater. first period, it was uh, it was actually Judd. And I don't know if it's it's broken down for you there on your game sheet there by periods, but I believe it was 11-0 hits. So the, the, oh. like, the Stars had zero hits. In the right first here. period, I'm not sure if that's on your uh, your official ten to box one. score. Ten to ten one. to one on on the official box. Score. Okay, so the TV broadcast said eleven to zero, but regardless, same almost yeah. same thing there. There, uh, the it, it's so funny to me 
how the wild have to play this extremely physical game now to win. And typically the physical game is not as sexy, right? Cause last, like, look at, look at last year, Bill Guerin said at the end of the regular season, if I could stack up this Minnesota wild team versus, you know, in an NHL 2023 last year's wild team, that this wild team wins, not because that they're more skilled because they can win a hockey game, right? They can win playoff hockey games. And yep. that's how that can go for you. So when they're knocking heads and look, Jamie Ben, like Jamie Ben can can rifle some feathers. He also can take some dives. I think he should take some swimming lessons if I if I'm being completely honest. Yep. Uh, but but the hitting and what he was able, what the Wild were able to do tonight, to kind of beat up the stars and slow them down. Because when you, me, and Jesse did a, a little preview episode uh, earlier this week, the biggest thing for the stars was well, their their center depth, right? They have Sagan, they have Wyatt Johnston, Pavelski was still healthy at the time. Like they have some of the best center depth in the entire league, so they have really good offense. How do you combat that? How do you stack up against that you got to hit them got to slow them down right you got to got to clog lanes you got to put your weight on them and the wild have done that and that's why again we're having a regurgitating conversation that's where i said tonight's win was the peak this is how you beat the stars and this is how you control the entire game if you play it like this yep the stars if, if you just try and play a flat out skill game the stars are going to win if you play a heavy game then your skills are going to win it um giveaways the the Dallas Stars had nine tonight. The Minnesota Wild had two in the entire game. Two. That's pretty damn good. Uh, uh, block shots. The Dallas Stars had 13. Not too bad. The Wild blocked 22 shots, including, oh. including again, Jake Middleton, who had five. Um. Now, let's get to the one thing, and this has been a series-long problem, and I hope this does not bite the Wild in the ass at some point again, uh, face-offs. And we knew that going in face-offs uh, were going to be an issue. I believe the stat was the Wild was 26th in the regular season of face-offs. The Dallas Stars were number one in the entire league, and the Wild tonight in the face-off circle won 22 and lost 37. Okay. So well, that's going to be an, – and, and, that's cool, and that's not surprising, but that is – something that that you hope doesn't bite you in the butt so again you asked me this i think um at, at some point during a, a, a jhs during the regular season of how much can you continue to lose this amount of face-offs right like because because it is a problem you can't be consistently losing that but what i've always said about this and this is where you can go back and look at teams that are number one to number five and one of the better face-off teams in the nhl every year to me it, it, it more goes for situational face-offs right so when you're on a power play and you win the offensive zone, if you're going to lose two-thirds of the face-offs cumulative stats like this wild show tonight, are you winning a face-off when you have a power play? Can you win also conversely? If you have a PK and you really need a big defensive win, can you win one there? Agreed. That's where the wild have to win. They're not going to win, like just straight up. And Judd, I think you know this too. They're not going to win a lot of face-offs because they just don't really right. have a lot of face-off specialists. But can they win in situations where they're in high leverage areas? They have to win a draw in the offensive zone. They got to get a big kill here. So... Can they win a defensive zone faceoff? That's where that has to be a big win for them going forward. Hartman, um, I believe he was the the only guy with um, multiple draws who actually had a uh, plus five hundred record in the circle night. He was seven and five on faceoffs. Duhame actually took two and won them both. Boldy conversely was three of eight. Connor Duor was two of uh, Duer was two of eight, and Goudreau was five of 14. Do you think uh, 
Ryan Hartman's in an ice bath right now, an ice bath until Sunday at this getting, point. I think that dude's getting some treatment for whatever's wrong. But, I My mean, God. he did, he that deserves a lot of credit. Like, and, and Eck went out, and Hartman didn't, and Hartman played, just uh, glancing on the statute here quickly, Hartman's ice time tonight, 18 minutes and two seconds. Um, Goudreau was 18.56. But, I mean, the point is, for a guy playing hurt, that's a lot of ice time to log, and he was impressive. So what do you do here? Alex Schultz on our YouTube channel says, please sit Eck round two if, well, round two. I don't I don't know about that. But maybe even game four. Please till, sit oh, till Until round four. Round I, think two he's out till, I think he's out till round two at least. Like, he, you can't. He skated for five days, right? Skated for five days. Um, he came out in pregame tonight, and they had Steele on the ice. Now, he was scratched for the game, but Steele was set to play. And Eck... And the coaching staff and the training staff, which is probably the most important thing, deemed Eck fit to play. Um, and he played, I think, 19 seconds and had to leave. He needs to sit. Like, you can't do that. You can't. And and so, I, I mean, he tried to play. Good for him. He is a tough SOB, all of that. Uh, but I am with Alec completely there. He needs to sit now. Uh, Sam Steele or Sunquist, somebody needs to play. Because the one thing, Declan, that I think it's very important to point out is if you're going to play the style that the Wild played tonight, which was very impressive, you can't be a forward short. You can't be a guy short. Question, just this is off the top of my head. I should probably look it up or have a box. Did Sunquist not play tonight? He was scratched tonight. That surprises me. I believe he was out for pregame as well. Well, I mean, the thing about it is there's only so much to go around here. They thought Eck was going to, to play. Um I've never thought, and I mean, you know, going back to the end of the regular season, Jesse has discussed this, Pierce, and she's, you know, and it wasn't a bad point, but I, I never thought that there were, is a reality that Dean Everson is going to scratch Marcus Foligno. I just don't. And tonight he obviously was well, great. Yeah. So, so, but, but I mean, if you're going to scratch, if you're going to get Sunquist in, I think the only guy to get him in for now might be Reeves. Yeah. It might be. Now, now I do think this, when it comes to, to Reeves and I think they love him and so like I get why he plays but I think the thing with the potential scratching of Reeves is Sunquist is tough too Felino is tough Duhame is tough I don't know that you need that and inf- like like if Reeves was their one enforcer I'd be like okay he has to play um but Sunquist is tough himself I think you've got enough guys that could play the style that the wild played all of that being said, I don't think they're going to make any changes on Sunday coming off this game, other than my guess is Steele goes in for Eck. Yeah. Eric Sinek. I mean, the, Joe, that could have bit them in the ass if oh, if they had lost this game. I mean, well, they were down a forward me, 10 seconds te- in. And you you texted me, what, shortly into the first period because I hadn't seen him leave, leave the ice, and, and you're like, is Eric Sinek out there anymore? I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't. Um, but yeah, I asked for the field glasses I because I, I, they said that, that first – Big they said concern. first shift that like, that was a mistake. You know, he, he clearly skated. They, they noticed it right away um, that he wasn't a positive impact on the first shift. And it was probably a mistake to play him tonight. And that's where I'd say, has Judd got the field glasses? He always has his field glasses. I got my on. field he, glasses, but I didn't go look. Yeah. But I mean that, and that you're not wrong. I mean, that was a major problem. Um, but I'm, that's also why I think Hartman deserves even more credit because he played through what's wrong. And this is not a dig. At Eric's neck. I'm just saying, Ryan Hartman clearly had to play more, and he played, I thought, just a magnificent game. Uh, but 
I think it's very fair now to say you gave it a shot, rest, and and we don't know if like ag- aggravated it or made it worse or what. Right. But at the very least, I think it's I think it's a very logical thing to put. Unfortunately, Erickson on the shelf now, and try to backfill with guys like Steele, Sunquist. If they lose game, if they lose on Sunday. My guess is we're going to see, like, that would, would be if Reeves is so, going to come out. That's when Reeves would come out for Sunquist. So two things on that. Cause number one, this is that from the Wilds point of view, this could this is still obviously a six-game series. Obviously, they could win the next two, and they're, they're moving on. But, sure. but they have a luxury here where they're only going to play two games in the next week because they play Sunday, they play Tuesday. They're off Wednesday and Thursday between games five and six. So, you know rest up Eck. maybe there's a case where this time next week it's game six maybe the wow could clinch maybe their season's on the line too because because obviously there's two games that have to be played here so someone's going into that game with a chance to clinch the series yeah um but that might be the move that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me either but if, i can't uh, put Eck out there now no like, i no i don't through the rest of the series then and and that's what I'm saying too. I there's you can't no go shorthanded again. Yep, there's no chance that I play Eck game four. I don't play him game five. I could, but I could see a case that he does play game six this time next week if he if if it's. I don't available. think I can do it now, man. Because like they watched him skate for five days. He took some hits. Like he was practicing. It all looked good, and he played 19 seconds. I I can't. I don't think in this series playing the style that you're playing, Declan that you can afford to play him until you're absolutely positively sure he can play an entire game. And tonight would have scared me because like you can't be in game six and oh my God, now he's hurt again. You've got enough. And this is a credit to, to, to this team. Erickson Eck brings a skill set that is damn good, but I think you've got enough depth here where you don't feel it absolutely is. Oh my God, if we don't play him, we lose, which they proved tonight. I think you have the depth in the press box where, okay, until you're absolutely sure he can play, I'm probably going to just sit him and and play a steal, who I don't love, but he's fine, or a Sunquist. I mean, that's the nice thing is you are scratching some decent players. For sure. Yeah, I, I just think if – I'll say this. How about this? If the season's on the line next week, let's say the Wild lose the next two, which I, I don't think that'll happen, but let's say they lose the next two. And it's Agreed. game six back here in St. Paul, which would still be on the table. I wouldn't be shocked if that plays this time next week. That's all I'll say. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, force him to play, but I wouldn't be shocked. I think if you come to me and ask me, I'd say no. Um, but I have seen things that concern me at times, and I have seen things that lead me to believe that you might be correct with, with that assessment. And I'm just gonna tell you right now. Dean, when you're watching this tonight, enjoying yeah, a cocktail like show. Declan is right now, enjoying a cocktail. Ginger. Oh, very nice. Whiskey and ginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dean, you're enjoying the wind and you're watching the tape, but you got us turned oh, up because you're like, oh, my God, what should I do? Um, don't rush it. Stick with your goaltender. Stick, stick with the bus. And don't rush 14 back because you know what? Declan brings up a very good point. That could have bit you tonight. And, well, you're lucky I mean, it, and you're lucky it didn't, and you got and your guys got you through. But this style, if you get to Game Six, Declan, your guys are going to be taxed, exhausted. I think which I they think, need to be. I think my sports set would have been proud because that was I wrote 
guess what? I did this, Judd. I wrote it down. The fact he skated off after the first shift, TBS noticed that. Oh, this is gonna, this nice is work. gonna be, this is gonna be the one A talker, and Judd will be so proud that I noticed this right away. Is that just, a the, te- just a tear to the his drinking, eye? The drinking, the <laughs> drinking, the left hand, the notepad, and the. Eric's an ex-grade. That's a great job, Dad. And then, uh, obviously, uh, Ben in Florida had, I think, the great line tonight. Don't park the gust bus. Put it in drive. Yep. Yep. Put it Ben in was right. Drive. Exactly right. And and the Wild fans who were here again, kudos. You were magnificent tonight. Ryan Suter will not soon forget the day. You know, all these years after demanding practice at Braemar, and bringing in Adam Oates with your buddy Parisi to work on the power play and checking the stat sheet to make sure that you were playing the most of any defenseman and trying to tell the owner what to do, Ryan Suter paid for tonight, and it was a beautiful thing. Locker room lawyers often find out that their actions have consequences. That's all all I got, Declan. Tell the people what they need to know, and uh, thank you again. 20 callers. You were all fantastic. We appreciate you. So, hey, game five, little programming note. Little uh, Speaking of lineup changes. Yeah, I'm out. Speaking of lineup changes, actually. Yep. Judd Zolgad will be out on Sunday. He's celebrating his 30th wedding anniversary with his lovely wife. He's going to be out on Sunday. Yep, yep. Uh, but don't worry, folks. Judd's rip, hockey rip, show will still me. live on. Yep. A.J. Fredrickson. All right, speaking of uh, Sam Steele coming in the lineup. He's good. All right, he's gonna he's gonna center this line. He's gonna help us out here in Judd's hockey show. So, uh, game four, excuse me, on Sunday will be AJ and myself with Wild fans. So, if you're wondering, oh no, Judd's leaving. There's no event line. There's no Judd's hockey show. Oh, contrary. No, no, no. Oh yeah, no. Judd's hockey show will still exist. Nope. Uh, Judd's hockey will live right here on Sunday. It's a five thirty puck drop. AJ Fredrickson and myself will be able to handle that, and then um, we'll obviously still be able to handle the rest of the Wild uh, anything Judd's hockey show related after that. So. Hit that subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports. I'm getting ripped uh, in the comments right here on this YouTube channel. I'm actually kind of, uh, to be honest, I'm glad Judd's taking time off. This is good. Judd, Judd has taken, I think, I we've been doing this for three or four years. I think Judd's taken like two days off in the three years. Judd doesn't take time off. It's yeah, worth well, it for his 30th wedding anniversary. So I'm not ripping it because it, it's I, worth yep. it. That, no, no question about it. Yes, exactly and when, right. And when Judd is, because uh, Judd's 53, when Judd is 83, and then I am in my 30th wedding anniversary, same I'll, thing will be happening. I'll, I'll hold down North, the show right? for the three-time Stanley Cup champion, Wild. That's right. All right, hit that subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. We will be uh, back next week, and please remember to pass, shoot, score.